Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Glambitious Podcast. I am Lily May, and I am so excited to bring another dynamic woman visionary to you today. If this is your first time tuning in, please visit theglamceo.com and join my email list because I always send out, at least once a month, over 50 grants and funding opportunities for women entrepreneurs. Also, when you visit theglamceo.com, you'll see interview opportunities speaker opportunities so that you can get more visibility for your business. On August 26th of this year, we have a major conference coming to the Atlanta market, and we invite you to participate with that as well. So without further ado, Miss Jasmine, please introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do. My name is Jasmine Henderson, and I'm a CEO. I'm a coach for CEOs, and my specialty is with business development. I've been I have about 15 years of corporate experience and then I am a recent university in project management and I'm really excited to be here with you. Awesome, awesome. So tell us what's one myth about your industry? Oh, that's a great question. I would have to say um, as a faith-based entrepreneur that one myth I encounter frequently is that serving God in a business capacity isn't as significant as those who are called to serve in a pulpit. Mm. So I think sometimes we get a little intimidated by people who have these big callings to be in the four walls and, you know, not being on a platform all the time can sometimes minimize your level of self-importance. That's a huge myth. Like, honestly, um, we're in the field, we're amongst people of all different walks of life. And that's a big responsibility of God has gifted you, gifted you with the call to the marketplace to be amongst people of all different creeds, all different faiths and nationalities. So if anything, we should really just walk with our head held high, knowing that God entrusted us with the biggest assignment as well, and that we have value. Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely agree that, you know, as kingdom entrepreneurs, we definitely want to have, you know, that level of confidence in both the ministry and the marketplace work that we're called to do. Um, What is one thing you wish you would have known when you first started in your career? One thing I wish I would have known career is that when you book high ticket clients, it would be nice if you could also seek out mentorship or hire a business coach at the same time that you're facilitating these services, um, just to have somebody to bounce ideas off, just to make sure that you're advancing the needle forward with the objectives and the program promise that you've articulated to your client. I think having that help is paramount in the level that you receive afterwards. So it's something I did on a minute level. I had a business coach uh, membership and I would bounce ideas off of um, that coach, but it wasn't something where that person was readily available all the time. So um, for new entrepreneurs coming out and you're facilitating something big on a beta testing level, just ensure that you have someone to support you and give you tips on, you know, tips along the way and help you to ensure that you're advancing the goals that you said you would set out for the client. And then another thing I would say is don't become a slave to what your client wants. 
like they've entrusted you as the service provider because you've articulated your value in some way, you have the credentials, you have the experience. So really in all of the experience you've accumulated from, you know, whether it's corporate or any sector of work, really rest in your confidence and know that you are the expert and don't allow your agenda to be clouded by that what the client wants because they know what they want but as the expert you know what they need absolutely yeah so just really be confident in that that's one thing I allowed myself to to do to just kind of get lost in everything and you know at the end of the assignment you can be a little foggy on what you really delivered and it can affect how you deliver their transformation and high ticket clients they want to see the return on their investment so use that as a safety net for yourself to co- to cover your brand to cover your program promise and say you know and this is what's needed however this is the bigger picture I see for your business or if they're really adamant about you delivering that level of support hire a temporary VA and that way you know, you're still making the client happy while still giving them a return on investment. Absolutely. I definitely, you know, echo those sentiments. It is very important if you're a solopreneur to hire support when you have a high ticket client. And honestly, you know, if your pricing strategy is, you know, appropriate, then it definitely gives you the extra income to invest in like a strategist or coach that you can bounce things off of, or like you said, a virtual assistant that could support in some of the tasks that you may not have time for. So I definitely agree with you on on both of those things. And that's definitely one of the services I enjoy offering to solopreneurs is the 30 minute strategy calls where, you know, they can bounce their ideas off of me or give, you know, desire feedback on what they're working on and so forth. Because it can be hard as a solopreneur to do everything yourself, you know, to be the brains of the brand and, you know, have to kind of see every single facet of your business through. So definitely agree with you as it relates to, you know, hiring support so that you can deliver for your client and not get overwhelmed. So what do you feel like, you know, is the primary skill or skills that have made you very suited for your career? That's enough. At my background as a business consultant, it's given me a very keen ability to be able to discern the best strategy to use. And that has taken me so far. There's a scripture, I believe, in the Bible that talks about um, when you have an excellent spirit, it'll bring you before great men. And that coupled with having strategic insight on how to solve problems for how to solve problems for people, especially really hard problems that people don't have the motivation to solve on their own. That has given me a lot of to leverage my skill sets and be able to um, book other clients from word of mouth because a lot of people are just, they want you to take their pain away from them. And when in a way that's excellent, a great strategy so I would say problem solving abilities and you know working with project management that's helped me to be able to break things down more effectively to big piece and then how to break it up in smaller pieces and more tangible ways to help people reach their goals so So good so good and what do you feel like has been your most proud moment so far 
there's been so many, but I, I would have to say that when I worked with Rooney Flooring um, in Cleveland, Ohio, that was my first opportunity as a full-time entrepreneur to be a business coach. And so many doors have opened as a result of that company entrusting, you know, their their business, their brand, their baby, you know, their their thing that feeds their family. That that was just a huge responsibility, and it was an honor to be able to help them with their business development and reach their goals. So, just being a full time entrepreneur and having people that believe in your gift and your ability that really helped increase my self-esteem as an entrepreneur, especially as a new one. Like, like I had no idea I was gonna be laid off. It just come together so quickly. It was honestly a blessing in disguise. It was really a strategic relationship that God put together. And, you know, they gleaned things from me, but I definitely gleaned wisdom, six-figure business from them. So that's- Absolutely. Yeah, that's my proudest moment. That's wonderful. And like you said, you know, when you mentioned the layoff, that's how I became an entrepreneur as well. This was, I mean, this was maybe 15 years ago. I feel like I'm aging myself. This was 15 years ago, maybe over 15 years ago. When I was in Atlanta, I got laid off of my dream job. And it was just so devastating because it definitely caught me off guard. I think I was 24. So that might have that been 17 years ago. My goodness. And yeah, I was so disappointed and sad because it was such a dream job. But that's what, you know, catapulted me into entrepreneurship. Prior to that, I had no desire to be an entrepreneur. It never crossed my mind. But once I got laid off and then, you know, I'm like, you know what? I can still do this. And that's what started my entrepreneurial journey. So, um, you know, when you mentioned blessings in disguise, that is so true. Sometimes the biggest challenge can really be the biggest blessing. So I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you had mentioned that piece of your story as well. What is your favorite thing about what you do? That's a good one. My favorite thing that I do is I instill hope and inspiration into people who just really given up on a lot of things and um, I think that's just seeing that they can have the transformation that they've seen for you as a as a service provider I think that's what really brings action to my heart just seeing people's eyes light up when they book in their first client and like you can see that it becomes real to them so being able to instill that hope in through mindset coaching and resilience, faith-based leadership skills and things of that nature, I've been able to see amazing transformations for people who've just been in a holding pattern of stagnation, of disbelief, of sorrow, of disappointment, and, and just feeling that they've been undercompensated for so long. Like, I really enjoy seeing those women of God break out into greatness and do everything that God has called them to do. Like, my first client that went through my high-ticket coaching program, she was just very unhappy in her career. And after we worked together on her pivot out of that position, she was able to book two consultation um, contracts because I used not only my, you know, technical, I used, you know, scriptures. I, you know, definitely look for things that align with the transformation the client is looking for. And 
God along with the journey. I don't I don't try to push him out of it. I incorporate him in and welcome him into the process as well. And I think that's been my secret sauce for helping people really move the needle. I love that. I love that. I definitely think, you know, involving God in the process of entrepreneurship is definitely um, only going to, you know, propel people forward. And I know prior to um, there's, you know, the Kingdom Business Network is one of the number one, you know, clubs for Christian entrepreneurs on Clubhouse. And prior to, you know, getting involved with KBN, I didn't realize, you know, to what degree you can invite God into your business journey, into your entrepreneurial um, pursuits, into your day to day. So I think that's awesome that you incorporate that with your strategy. Now, I know that, you know, with things being in a unique place in the world right now, you know, with the recession or inflation or whatever words people are giving to describe the economy, what advice would you have for getting a high ticket client? You know, because I know some people feel a little worried that their financial status and business might be shifted by the economy. What would be your advice or steps to actually connect with high ticket clients or sell a high ticket offer in this climate? I think what I did is I showed up online a lot. Like when I had just a a lot, I would get on Instagram live and talk about my products and services and really connect with my target audience. Another thing I did is I offered my packages every day in my Instagram stories. And I laid out the features and the benefits. Oftentimes I think people just put their product name and they expect that to do the work for them. And I've just realized, you know, having a sales background that you have to describe the features and the benefits. You have to let them know, hey, what's in it for me? Because that's all our clients care about. They want to know how you're going to take my pain away, how you're going to help me earn more money, how how can you help me pay down some of the student loan debt? Why should I invest in you as opposed to something else? And you have to make that crystal clear for them. So that's a huge mistake I see a lot of entrepreneurs make. They'll put a picture of their product, they'll put you know, a, a beautiful Instagram story together, but it's not describing anything that they do, especially to that level of how this transforms the client and helps them in a, a major way that's gonna motivate them to purchase. So I would say that also, number three, I would say have high quality visuals. If you wanna appeal to that target market, you have to already show up as somebody who's speaking and engaging with that population of people. So if your things are misspelled, if it's if it doesn't look right, if it's not you know aesthetically pleasing, they may not connect with it as much. So um, I would definitely say invest in your visuals. You can go on Pexels, you can go on Adobe Stock, you can go on Pixie Stock, any of those brands, and get some high quality photos, even if you're not able to take high quality photos of yourself you know that'll be a great distraction until you have time to begin to invest in your visuals and your branding your brand photo shoots and things of that nature I would also say um, invest in if you're not able to do it yourself have a standard operating procedure for when you do book that client because the last thing you want to do is try to scramble and get things together and try to figure out how you would have a process already know your game plan but walk through the door because you know the your court at that point and you definitely don't want to be looking around confused and not having a game plan so have a strategy 
for how you're going to facilitate the change before you even get there. And I promise you, the opportunities will begin to show up when you've done the work. The opportunities will become available for you. I love it. So much advice. So much advice that you shared. Listeners, I hope you were taking notes because she gave so much free advice just now. You can tell that you really are an expert in your industry because of the way that you pour. So that was so, so good. Is there anything else you would want listeners to know about you or your business in closing? Yes, um, you can reach me at firstclasswealth.co. That is my new business name, and I will have a book coming out on how to book high ticket offers as we described in the podcast. So, um, yeah, if you want to um, invest into that, if you want to book higher ticket offers, definitely go to my website to read up more information about me, and you'll be able to sign up and get your book there. Yes, awesome, awesome. Definitely connect with Jasmine. Um, did you share your Instagram and all of your socials? No, I didn't. So um, my, my Instagram is at Jasmine, J-A-Z-M-E-N underscore Melrose. And you can, you'll see my link to my business there. And I'm very DM friendly. So if you have any questions about what was asked, let me know. If you DM me that you've heard this podcast, I'll give you a discount on the coaching offers. Answer that. Yes. Thank you for offering listeners a special incentive. I definitely think this is a great season to connect with a life purpose coach so that your life and your business can be cohesive and actually, you know, work in your favor and that you can actually live the life that you've dreamed about and not be impacted by the economy or whatever is going on in the world. It's so important that we invest in the right places. And I think Jasmine will be a great place to invest if you've been feeling stagnant, if you've been feeling stuck, if you're not sure how to connect with high ticket clients and things of that sort. You know, it's so funny because um, everyone's talking about, you know, going to see Beyonce and I've been a fan for years. However, the ticket prices that I've seen as of late are through the roof. And I've had friends that are ready to invest one to $2,000 to go see Beyonce in concert. And that just reminded me that no matter what the climate is, the economy, you know, no matter what's going on, people will invest where they see value. So if you're listening, don't be discouraged. Don't, you know, reduce your prices. You know, don't do any of that because if if anything, if we could just watch on social media and see how people are willing to fundraise so that they could go see the Beyonce concert. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's an indication that people will invest where they see value. It's just important as Jasmine shared that you show up consistently sharing your value, not just posting your offers, but sharing the benefits, sharing you know them as a solution to people's problems and being consistent. One thing you said, Jasmine, I also wanted to speak on, you said you would go on you know, live regularly and present your offer regularly. And I think sometimes people feel, um, they feel uncomfortable with asking for the sale or sharing the offer. But I think, you know, showing up daily on live is a great way to share your value, answer questions and present your offer. So again, Jasmine, you just shared so, so many good nuggets and gems. Was there anything else you wanted to add? Because I know I went off on my Beyonce tangent. Was there anything else you wanted to weigh in on before we close? 
that's a great point. That was a really great point. So, and it's just a reminder to all of us to continue to articulate the value because, you know, we know that on investment is huge when you invest in yourself and your business. So it's just a great reminder for us to keep continuing to push people to motivate and to invest in themselves. So I just agree with you. I agree with everything that you said for sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for coming on and sharing so many gems with us. Definitely follow her on Instagram, you guys. Visit her website, firstclasswealth.co, and just connect with her. I mean, even if you go to her social media, I think her social media is so well uh, expressed, and, and it's just, I think her brand is like an ideal brand as like a case study for where you want your brand to be as an entrepreneur, how you want it to look, how you want it to be cohesive. So you could totally do like a whole case study on Miss Jasmine because she has everything just so polished, so presentable. And I think there's a lot to learn from her. So thank you again, Jasmine, for hopping on with us. And to the listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Glambitious Podcast. As I mentioned, please head over to theglamceo.com to participate with the Atlanta Conference this year. And also follow me on Instagram at I am Lily May. Until next time.